on the 161st episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. We discuss and overreact to a very exciting week one of the NFL season. We talk about the top games of week two. And of course, we bring you our boys of the week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Ones. As we head into week two, week one, in the books, successful for some people, lesser successful for other people. That's usually how it as works. It, that's, that's usually, usually how it works. happens. I don't know. Yeah. I, I was going somewhere with it, and I just lost my train of thought. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Win or you lose, the yeah, tail is old this time. Well, Unless except, you're the Texans, in Texans. Texans and Colts, you tie. <laughs> and you're the AFC South, and you don't have any teams but the win. Which is impressive when... Two teams played each other. <laughs> Very impressive, I will say. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say, you know, start off week one on Sunday. I'm not, saying, oh, not talking about Thursday game. Sat down, nice thing of nachos, beer, and the game sort of started off a little weak. Like, oh, I don't know. Extremely weak. It wasn't like, I was like, ah, oh, maybe this is going to be a, you know, week, you know, week one. Uh, and then by the you know what three between three and four o'clock it was just like every game like games were coming down to the wire missed field goals made long 60 yard field goals teams just I mean blocked field goals it was insanity that the end of that that uh that one o'clock slate and it was good it was it was, fan, it was fun to watch for sure didn't make any yeah. money but fun to watch it, it sucks that kickers kind of fucked it up for everybody like that there was just so much kicker fuck up or snapper fuck up, or like yeah, or placeholder fuck up. It was just like all the special teams people are messing up, <laughs> but it was entertaining as hell to watch. It was just like uh, it's like all right, come on, what are we doing here? Somebody hold the ball correctly so this kicker could kick it. Who I kind it? of like. I kind of like it. It's like watching football back in like the '60s when kickers were like six-year-old men that just ran straight on and booted it with their toe. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, yeah. They, 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 yeah. They, they finished their cigarette, threw it on the ground, sort of trumped in. They, didn't even have, they had like a shoe that was like open, like, you know, like slap it open like a, like a hobo, yeah. and they, they said run straight on and kick it right through. <laughs> That's yeah, what it felt very, like. Yeah, very like Charlie Brown-esque. Um, I, I thought the same thing while watching the Bears game the Bears uh, San Francisco game even before the torrential downpour I was like this is like a 1950s game this is horrible to watch it's it's run run then quarterback run or short there was like no forward passing yeah it was, it was really bad like I think Teddy Roosevelt is uh, spinning in his grave yeah for sure <laughs> he's doing something yeah there was no forward passing in that game I don't know. People came out, I guess, impressed by Justin Fields making a comeback, but I don't know why. I mean, did did he do anything? Was anything really done in that game? I don't remember. The most the most impressive thing was that slide at the end where he slid in in the water and then like jumped up and was able to like catch himself, like like to you know to gloat. It was pretty. It was, that was probably the best thing he did all day. Yeah, that was one of the the worst games I've seen in a while. And I will say what sort of sucks is of all this missed kicking, too, going back to kicking, uh, poor Rodrigo Blankenship is the uh, the fallout. I mean, getting cut by the Colts. Like, steady-ass kicker I mean, in 2020. I mean, he wasn't good. 
He no, had two out of bounds. No, I get it, but I'm saying he you know, came <laughs> back came back from an injury from last year. So steady in 2020, um, just sucks. You know. Yeah, he and he solid. has spectacles. Feel which bad, is, which is probably why you like him even more. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, definitely. He's a, like a little scrawny guy with I mean, thick glasses. I, mean, I don't think he's that scrawny, but he's got the glasses. You know, I mean, compared to you, yeah. He's a really, he's a pretty little guy, Rodrigo. He looks really small. Well, maybe I'm just comparing him to other people. I was gonna players. say, yeah, he's not like Sebastian Janikowski, who's like a, just a beast of a man as a kicker. Like, yeah, most kickers are pretty tiny. He is a beast of a man. <laughs> okay, he's six one. Yeah, okay, but how like five, six one what? One eighty three. So he, I mean, he's skinny for six one, but he's still six one. Um, not overly skinny, you know, maybe just skinny in American uh, language, in American measurements. Uh, anyway, yeah, poor Rodrigo. They should just sign the the safety over in Kansas City to be their next kicker. Yeah. Well, they need him now because Bucker is going to be out this week. So, <laughs> Yeah, who's just bombing. I'd like to see him kick field goals, like actually – Go in there and do the field goal oh, kicking because he cool. was uh, pretty impressive. Pretty, pretty nasty. The Giants have this long-haired punter, and I'm convinced that any punter with like long flowing locks is a good punter. And he was just booming it all day. It's like, where do they get these guys? Like this guy was changing. Like, Australia. Yeah, I think they all do come from Australia, but he was changing the game every punt, which is like hard to say. Because, you know, you get you pin a team, like, on the 20, you ex- or, like, 10 or something, you expect to get the ball back around the 40, and, you know, Tennessee was getting re- around the 15 and stuff, but it's like, you get, you get, I like this guy. He's changing the game here. <laughs> hey, uh, a good punter is uh, underrated, for sure. All right, so let's go into some week one overreactions and apologies. <laughs> that don't to have to do with kickers. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no kicker talk. I have no, right. I have no overreactions. Kickers. Everyone's favorite, my second favorite uh, topic besides uh, training camp pipe, obviously. And then apologies, guys, that we, uh, you know, underrated and uh, kind of just shoved their face in it. Apologize so, for nothing. Uh, I apologize to no one. Except <laughs> the following people. Uh, <laughs> Now, my, my first overreaction is uh, C.D. Lamb is going to be a bust. Dak's going to be out for an extended period of time. Cowboys line looked real shit. Uh, C.D. Lamb, he dropped like a bunch of passes, and then in the second half, he just disappeared. So, out of all like the hyped-up wide receivers, he's going to be like wide receiver two or lower. Yeah, we're hoping it's the case that he's not uh, just not equipped to handle uh, CB1 coverage is, is that the fear now is that he's just not equipped for that uh, we did definitely touch on Amari Cooper being perennially uh, underrated as a football player which yeah. yeah, some players just can't thrive as the top threat and it might be the case maybe CD Lamb can't thrive as the top threat and now it's going to be even tough with the uh, but Cooper Rush under uh, center for the next three to five weeks. Yeah, so and Mike is, McCarthy still as the coach. It's going to be a real test to see what happens. Um, I honestly, uh, I think he's going to go and lean on Dalton Schultz more and maybe a little more of the passing game to the running backs. So you can maybe see a lot more Pollard getting some passes out of the backfield. I think that's where I'd overreact a little more was 
the running back performance of Pollard and Elliott, more so because um, the line looked pretty terrible. I know, I mean, they were going against a really good defense in Tampa Bay, so mm-hmm. I don't want to overact on all of them, but at least C.D. Lamb might have been clamped this game, but at least he's going to get the targets. Um, Elliott and Pollard, I mean, they could get a lot of rushes, but if the line's not looking good and the other team doesn't respect the pass and Cooper Rush, I don't know. I think they're both bumped down to, like, very like dicey flex considerations right mm. now, which really sucks because people spent high draft picks probably on both of them. Definitely Elliott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does this have to be a full overreaction? Can we just like make some comments? Because like I'm not necessarily overreacting on some all of this shit. I just find I have some some in- interesting you know takes. Sure. All right. Over. I but, mean, uh, I guess, so yeah. Let's just throughout the entire segment. I guess. Moving on from this, do you? Let me just throw out a guy that probably didn't start last game. Do you start uh, James Robinson over Zeke? I want to apologize to James Robinson because I stopped believing in him after believing in him for two years. And I have him on one league at least, but I want to apologize for stopping believing in him. Yeah, he's your boy, dude. Yeah, you can't. Right. I, I don't understand why you would have ever like left James Robinson. He, he took you where you needed to be a couple years ago. Like, I, I don't. How do you, you stop believing in him? It was a crisis of faith, obviously. Uh, yeah. You know, I learned from it and um, come back stronger. All right. Say your so, hilarious and, and you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, I probably start him this week. Over Zeke? I'm going to say yes. He got a decent amount of work and he was catching some passes too. Uh, I, I yeah, I, I would. I also would say yes. It's crazy to say that right now, but yeah, and against the Colts who didn't look great, that like that great defensively, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, I got a couple from uh, the Saints and start with that. So I'll start with the Saints and um, Falcons. Michael Thomas looks like he could be. High end wide receiver two, maybe even maybe creeping into wide receiver one. If uh, Winston, I'm gonna, need more, I'm gonna need more of an overreaction than that. It's it's weird that you started there. It's weird that you started with Michael Thomas. I would never guess that. But I, I not, that's not the biggest thing I think in that game besides the fact that Michael Thomas looks like he's Michael Thomas again. Uh, stay healthy. Um, Kamara was. They said he hurt his ribs, but really, I mean, wow. No usage at all in that game. And Kyle Pitts, uh, people were really high in drafting him possibly as the number three tight end. Um, I, I'm a little bit worried with Mariota as the quarterback because he did not really receive too many targets and receptions in that game. So He'll be back. There was one, there was precisely one good tight end this entire uh, week and it was Travis Kelsey. No other. There was like, did any other tight end score over ten points? OJ Howard with two touchdowns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Colby Patterson. Did any tight end score over ten points and get 
more than five targets. And Let's was, just say that. And was rostered and played. <laughs> yeah. Look, yes. Obviously, there are some tight ends that got touchdowns that scored points. But, like, did any tight end have a decent, a good game? No. Anyone anyone that you pretty much started was mediocre at best. Yeah. Even Mark Andrews only got ten points in PPR. Yeah. It was, it was, it was not a good it was not a good. It was definitely not a good way to start off the year of the tight end. Not a good day of the tight end. You know who was my who was the second best tight end of the week in just by the eye test, not counting OJ Howard. It was Fryermuth. I'll overreact on Fryermuth. Man, was he getting targeted left and right by uh, Trubisky? That guy loves him. I'll overreact on him. I'm saying Fryermuth is bumping into my top. Seven tight end discussion right now. Ooh. There we go. That's Look a good that. overreaction. Yeah, I like overreaction. it. Oh yeah, Friar well, Go get him. Go well, trade for him. Well, let's speak. Let's let's uh, let's continue with the overreactions on tight ends and go. Cole Komet zero catches on one target. Uh, Justin Fields seems like he can't throw the ball to anybody except Dante Pettis. Um, even and and fucking Darnell Mooney one catch on three targets. Like what? I know. I understand the weather. But if Dante Pettis is Pettis, hey, it was come on. bad weather and a very hard defense. And I understand. I think you throw this game out. I'm not throwing this yeah, game out. Can. I'm not throwing it out. Not. I'm gonna over. I'm gonna over. I don't care. I'm overreacting, and overreacting counts as one extra, so it's two and two and tie. So the only person I'm not throwing this game out for, uh, first I'm not doing for Mooney because he was way too good last year to just throw him out from one bad game. Cole Komet, look, he's pro- he might not. He was never drafted as, like, a top tight end. He was drafted as a dart throw, but a dart throw that people thought were better than other dart throws. I still think he's going to get some love in this offense. I just don't think he's going to finish as a top five tight end, which was the ultimate dart throw you were making. But I will bury and, and you know, have a funeral for David Montgomery. Well, look, we all want to have the... rushes for 27 <laughs> yards. Well, Herbert didn't look bad at all, so it wasn't like you could blame the weather on David Montgomery. Like, I've been riding the Khalil Herbert train for a while, saying he's only a matter of time before he overtakes him in this offense. They're they're gonna have to. David Montgomery just looks so bad. Like what? Are, like you can't do this forever, right? You can't just mm. keep handing it off to a guy who gets one point five yards. And what's amazing is the amount of love he gets on Twitter from uh, people who do the, I guess, what we do. Um, and I, I just don't think they watch him run or look at his stats. Do they look? I mean, do they do they, they must have only watched those four games from two years ago. Where he played they look at the thirty. They look at his measurables too. They look at the 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 bar graph. Oh, of course. It shows like the speed and agility. But <laughs> they look at his Madden rating, which I'm sure is probably way too fucking high. Um, it, it, it 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 you literally look at him run the ball, and he and he's not good. It, he just never. We will, ne- we will never say he's good. That's the fantasy lens promise. But I w- <laughs> that is a fantasy lens promise. Uh, I will never apologize for him. But uh, quarter, never gonna apologize. Uh, Jeremy Hill never gonna apologize. Um, that's that that's a throwback. But I, going to the overreaction, I, I've actually apologized to for Melvin Gordon. So <laughs> I, will I, I can't. You can't speak for the entire podcast. Okay. Melvin Gordon turned into a pretty good running back. I mean, we got we can keep lying to ourselves. As <laughs> he turned into a pretty good running back. I'm sorry, guys. The jig is up. I'm, I'm good with living a lot. I will never apologize. Um, but I will say it is overreaction. Uh, 
you know, corner or theater or whatever you want to talk about. Um, so I will say I do still have faith in Darnell Mooney. Like, he is too good to just be shut down. I just think Justin Fields is just not a good quarterback. And it's going to be real tough to continue getting him the ball. Like, it is. It's just he's not, he's not a good quarterback. And neither is Trey Lance. I don't think Trey Lance is a good quarterback either. Um, he played for a team, what, North Dakota State or whatever the fuck he played for. Missed the entire, like, last year of his of his football, uh, college football career. Comes in, NFL, barely plays first year. And then they, I, I just, I don't, I don't see him being a good quarterback either. And I think they're no. going to really lean on Debo Samuel as the running back now with Eliza Mitchell out. I'm just going to, yeah, I was going to say with, with Lance not being a great quarterback, it is still miraculous how Debo um, still finds a way to, to move the ball down the field as like, can we just, can he put, can we put like a QB tag next to his name? He's pretty much like, it's mm-hmm. either let's snap it and do a little screen to Debo or let's hand it off. Like they're kind of, the Lance is kind of just there as a receptacle to get, get to Debo. Debo. <laughs> <laughs> It's not uh, too much more he's doing. It's like let's just cut out the middleman. Let's just do the Debo. How many how many bad games is it going to take before they like we got to go back to Garoppolo? Like I'm thinking you're throwing out this game because of the weather. Yeah. For the I first start, I'm thinking you're throwing out this game. All right. So yeah. yeah John so, except, has, except for David Montgomery. <laughs> agent as the agent for Trey Lance says you have to throw this game out. First start. It's the in weather. Tough. <laughs> Tough atmosphere. No, you uh, throw this game out, and like uh, you didn't see that David Montgomery was kind of like at the bottom of the bag in the game, and you're like, "Oh, did I throw him out?" With <laughs> I, I apologize for that, but he's already thrown out. I'm not going to go into the garbage and get him out. I'm not, yeah, I'm not dumpster. You, you picked everything yeah. out, and yeah, he got stuck at the bottom. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. he went out. Yeah, Trillis is, is a little soggy, but it's it, he's okay. <laughs> Yeah, he's a little fortune cookie or like uh, duck sauce that got stuck at the bottom of the bag. <laughs> uh, he's gone. He's got. I don't know. Don't start him. Don't play David Montgomery. He. I know he gets a lot of volume. Keep telling yourself that. Uh, Sixteen for twenty-seven. By week yeah. eight, Khalil Herbert's going to be the starting running back for that team and getting twenty carries a game. I think you go bolder and say a little bit, a little bit sooner than that. Well, you got. <laughs> well, you, well, you got to throw out this game, John. So. Uh... You know, so we'll start week two. As yeah, we're throwing up for everyone else besides David Montgomery. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go out on a limb, and this is another guy I don't even like. I, I was, I feel like you all forced me to draft him because you dropped him to me so high. I'm still salty about this because I, I hated him going into this. Game. I didn't even think he was a good Akers. running back. He had, he's had one good game in his entire career, <laughs> and everybody has overreacted on him. But I just felt like he fell too far for like a potential running back too. Uh, yeah, Cam Akers. I I would rather have Cam Akers than David Montgomery right now. Oh, because 100%. I think there's at least a chance on a good offense Cam Akers starts splitting carries. Yeah, I know. I, I would I would I would take all the chips I had on my table and I would shove them all on the Cam Akers side. Yeah. Oh, Although I don't like Cam. Akers. Oh, no, no, I don't like him. Like if I had, I, I'm if mad I had no choice. I'm for drafting him, and I, I don't know why. I, I had him on none of my big boards. I was not. Into him, and then I was like, "Ooh, Cam Akers, two rounds earlier than, two rounds later than he's getting drafted, and and most drafts, I I guess, I guess I'll take him." Yeah, I would have rather Should've done uh, it. No, yeah, I can't do it. Like, I mean, is another bold or overreaction? Matthew Stafford looked pretty bad. Mm. 
It wasn't just and the Bills' defense. I mean, Bills' defense looks amazing, but he was making some really errant passes. He made he he yeah. missed a lot of throws. So yeah. is it just a kind of like a Cooper Cup thing where the Rams are good, or is it just like I'm worried that he like he looks for him now? Like he he got so good and like was such a good security blanket of like him just catching everything and making. Stuff well, he definitely he definitely didn't look for Allen Robinson. But he, he looked for he didn't look for anybody. Like it was the Cooper Cup show. Every other throw, and if he did look for anyone else, he threw an interception. Like I don't understand. It was really bad. Like they got to get That's the ball true. to other people. Like there are other players in that team that can catch the ball. Like, I'm not so sure he has a good um, skill position group. If we're being honest, outside of Cooper Cup. I think Allen Robinson might be washed. Uh, I'm sorry to say, uh, Anthony, I know that's your guy. But this could all be a case of Sean McVay doing what he does every year now, and he just doesn't like play his players or give them practice in the offseason, and that is like not smart to me. I don't know. And I feel like he could takes a bit do something. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Super Bowl champions. Um, coming up against a team that everyone thinks is going to be the Super Bowl champions. And the Bills just fucking came out ready to play, and I don't think the Rams did. So I'm going to give them I'm gonna give them a bye week. We're giving a lot of benefits of a lot of doubts. Lot, yeah, except mm-hmm. for Dave Montgomery. He is gone. Yeah, Dave Can Montgomery's I- gone. Cam Akers not gone yet, but I, I don't think there's like a world where Cam Akers, uh, even if he takes over the job, starts becoming this like running back one. I never drafted him thinking he could possibly be a running back one. I think he could be a low NRB two if things break right. Break, yeah, and uh, so Henderson hasn't didn't look good either, so No, but I don't think they either of them ever did look good. They were like okay together. Always. Yeah. Right. The the guy I think people are, are jumping ship on now because of Cam, I don't know, I see these two names tied together a lot. It's like, well, Cam Akers sucks so much, even though he had completely different injuries. Cam Akers sucks so much, so there's no way J.K. Dobbins can be good when he comes back. And in my mind, it's like, well, Cam Akers had that 170-something yard game and then was kind of just like a three-point-something a game guy. He's not. He's never like an outstanding running back in the pros. J.K. Dobbins averaged six yards a carry over his rookie season, like, I'm fully expecting J.K. Dobbins to be good when he comes back. There is a lot more tape of Dobbins running the ball extremely well than there is of Cam Akers. And yeah. I 100% agree on a, on a team that knows how to run the fucking football. The best running team over the past how many years? Like, they know how to run the football. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They, they had their worst rushing game in a long time against the Jets. The Jets uh, which the is Jets really did. good for J- Dobbins. Because that means that their little running back by committee did not. It's not going to work. Exactly. So if if he comes back, I mean, I'm not like the Jets' defense is probably average, maybe a little bit better than average. I think they're better than average. So, I mean, yeah, if J.K. Dobbins comes back and that offense looks completely different because of him, then then yeah, or even just like slightly better running back. But I don't think I don't think he's coming back this week though. I honestly think yeah. they're gonna hold him out another week. They won last week, so you know there's less pressure. They you know. I, I uh, mean, he practiced in full today, and he didn't practice in full any days last week. I so just, I would. I mean, I, I would like. It. I would like to. I would like. But, I, I mean, I if he does play, he's definitely 
you can play him without any uh, reservations. I, would, I think he plays. I don't understand why you would do a whole week of practicing in full and not playing. That would seem kind of like doesn't really make sense to me, but maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Even if, uh, if he does play, he's definitely not getting a full workload. They're gonna, they're going to still committee him. But I could see him getting goal line carries for sure, and that could be your, you know, your lightning in a bottle to get like an easy six here and there. Because they're not going to give it to Mike Davis. They're not going to give it to Kenyon Drake, right? Like they're not going to give it to those guys who they aren't really good running backs. No. No. Yeah, I, I think he. Uh, I think if he plays, you play him. I think you have to, yeah. Um, let's go into another uh, AFC team that's really good. I think the uh, the Chiefs are better without Tyreek Hill because Patrick Mahomes was spreading the ball out like he never used to before, and which kind of sucks for people that have their receivers that drafted like Juju really high. Like he's going to get his looks, but he's not going to be a like possible wide receiver one just because there's so many receivers on the team that and they're spreading it out now. I don't want to say that Mahomes is better without Hill. I always think it's weird to say these. This best... is the overreaction, though. I know, I know. He he is. You have to overreact. I feel like you're forgetting the name of the segment. Can I, I can't underreact. <laughs> Can you just react? I know. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not allowed to react. Um, but I mean, the man obviously threw five fucking touchdowns. Um, and. But week one is always Mahomes' week. It is. Yeah, it's always Mahomes' true. week. If mm-hmm. if you look if you look back, he never fucks up on week one. He always balls out. He Kelsey is obviously still the fucking man. Um Yeah, yeah you, he's a little week one slut. You never you're never gonna know who but you're right, you're never gonna know who's gonna be the receiver in that, that team. It's, Juju had a good stat line, right? But not. A I mean, like he, he did fine. It wasn't but, like but, but out he, of this world. A wide receiver, he had like eleven points. Wide right? receiver three stat line, right? Maybe fringe two, like closing. But never. I think that's gonna be him. Like he's never gonna, he's never gonna wow you because he has just equal equal weapons. No one's really too much better than the other. I don't think yeah. Juju's far and away better than MVS. I mean, I uh, I mean, I picked up. Yeah, okay, he got fourteen Hartman points up. in PPR, so that's yeah, all right. All right, I picked yeah. up Miko Harmon on on waivers before week one, and, and I'm I'm just gonna sit on that for a couple weeks and see how it works out. Which isn't bad. I wouldn't. So taking overreaction out of it, I wouldn't say he's better without Tyree Kill. I would just say he's different. I think he's good with anybody, but it is a pretty good. It is a much better receiving core than last year. Last year it was Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, and nobody. It was what like. Well, he still um, had Miko Harmon. <laughs> yeah, he was hurt. Pringle and, um, yeah, McCall Hardman, but he's also a year. McCall Hardman, the problem with him was he does exactly what Hill does at a much lower level, so there wasn't really use for him on an offense with Hill. Mm. Um, who was that, Robinson? Or De- Rob- Demarcus Robinson? Yeah, I- he was probably the de facto second best. But now, like, MVS isn't good, but he is definitely a starting receiver. Yeah. Uh, Schuster is isn't an all star, but he's definitely a good receiver. Um, yeah, and Hardman is is fine in that rotating role. And then you got Sky Moore, who could develop into something. Yeah, Sky Moore is fast; it's going to be pretty good. And you got Pacheco as your power running back now, which they didn't have in the last couple of years. Uh, to compliment Ceh and McKinnon, who looked pretty good. 
Yeah, so they, they definitely have a more rounded offense, I think. Yeah, I mean, and then that helps. I mean, if you if you add MVS or Schuster to Hill, I think you do just as well. Like, I just hate to say that, like, it's he's better without Terry Hill. Terry Hill's good, right? I mean, look good with mm-hmm. Tua. You know, yeah. Waddle, Waddle looked better. By the, um, by the way, I love it. I don't know if you're watching it. I love it. Um, they went for it on fourth down, and the, and the announcer's like, oh, I don't really like this play. And it, as the word was coming out of his fucking mouth, Tua was throwing it right to Waddle for a touchdown. It was it was like perfect timing. Like The, the announcer <laughs> like was like probably like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. worst call. Um, also, the the camera pan to the fans doing the Waddle. Oh, the, yes. The, yes. Yeah, the I like that. Grown, uh, grown adults well, doing a uh, a penguin waddle, pretty hilarious. I mean, listen, penguins are my favorite animal. If I didn't hate the dolphins so much, I would say that's like, I would do that all the time. But, <laughs> um, anyways, Patriots look like shit. Patriots do look like shit. Um, like real bad. Uh, yeah, Mac, Mac Jones. Jones I mean, they said he got, got some backup spasms. spasms. Uh, the, I think that was just like. Um... Oh, I don't. He doesn't look good. Spasms like he had a bad yeah, game. Sorry for sorry for playing so shitty. So, is there anything more Bill Belichickian than being like, "Hey, we got this really good guy. We like him. Maybe in the passing game, named Ronjay Stevenson." Oh no! Hey, Ty Montgomery, you're gonna be the third down back, and you're gonna catch all these fucking passes. Like, well, good news. Ty Montgomery went on the IR, so he's not right, good. Well, it's I, not good no, news. yeah, that's really it's not, not nice, John. But well, what, not good news. But I'm saying like, in that situation, but, not good news for Ty. But what I just, <laughs> you know what? It's just, it's just good it, news. <laughs> good news. Someone got really hurt. No, but like, hurt. but it's just, it's just so Bill Belichick to be like, everyone's all about reminders of because he looked good, and like we saw him last year, and now Ty Montgomery, like, come on, yeah, man. he hates it. He hates it when, when the press is is like fawning over someone. Or yeah, when somebody's getting a little too big for their britches, he he absolutely hates it. Look. There's a there's got to be a reason why Randy Moss had one of the greatest seasons ever, and then like you never heard from him again on the Patriots. So it doesn't make it. That's if there's one <laughs> downfall of Bill Belichick, he hates a guy that's bigger than the team. With that being said, except I think for Tom Stevenson, Brady, <laughs> Stevenson is in for a good few weeks with. Uh, I wouldn't quit on him with Ty Montgomery. Out. Yeah, no, I'm not quitting on him. It's just I was really annoyed at that that whole setup and yeah, Boston Press or Ty, obviously. Season piece, for sure. Um, a, f- a bunch more things. Um, Miles Sanders, baby, scoring his first touchdown oh, in like 600 games. I was so, I was so, I've never been so happy for so a professional as, athlete. And, yeah. and, and as excited as I was for him, they did exactly what they did last year. They're like, Miles Sanders, you look great. You scored a touchdown. Now, you know, take the bench. We got Gainwell and Boston Scott to score two more touchdowns. What the fuck is wrong with them? Like, yeah, it really like, baffles me. Yeah. Let's let the Lions catch up. We oh, shouldn't be. My. We shouldn't be winning by so much. Let's let the Lions catch up. Ridiculous. It's just it's just baffling. I will say though, Jalen Hurts became less of a greedy boy and decided to hand the ball off on some of these QB options, which how Miles Sanders got his touchdown. But yeah. Wow. 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 Uh- I just don't get how you average seven and a half yards of carry in a game and they commit to you. 
Well, I don't get. I just don't get it. I feel. I just want so much for our boy Miles Sanders. I just want the world for him. When he scored a touchdown, I jumped out of my freaking seat. Like I literally was really excited. And I have Jalen Hurts, and I wanted him to be greedy and keep that touchdown. But Miles, I was too excited for Miles Sanders. <laughs> I, I too- know. But in, on any other team in this, what was the high scoring game of the week? Uh, his ninety six yards on any other team. He he has 150 yards at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Any other team, your guy that's just carving up the other team for seven and a half yards a carry, um, they they don't. And look, that seven and a half yards a carry with his long being 24. That means we're not talking about some 80 yard run. Yeah. That fucking set skewed his statistics. We're talking about every time you hand the ball off to the guy, he's getting a first down pretty much. Why, why are we not doing this much more? I just it blows my mind. Uh, Eagles are starting to love Nick Sirianni, so it's not going to change. Eagles fans uh, are starting to. I don't get it. I don't either. And so, I, as, as good as the game was, he he still will be limited due to the fact that once the second half hits or whatever, they just take him out and they they use the, the other running backs. I don't. So I love Miles. I wish the best for him. But the Eagles do not, so it's always going to be limited with Miles Sanders. And Jamal Williams, by the way, the massivest touchdown vulturist of all time. Yeah. To poor DeAndre Swift, who gets you down there multiple times, only to lose two touchdowns to Jamal Williams. Yeah, the problem is we really like Jamal Williams, so. I know. I feel like he wasn't this much of a vulture last year, though. No, man, but he put on that vulture costume, and he was, like, all in. He's like, I'm doing it. I'm doing and he's it. definitely really into wearing costumes. Like that's a guy who likes costumes. Yeah, yeah, costumes and and vulturing touchdowns. That that's his two things. That's but, what Jamal Williams does. I love Jamal Williams. Look and and look, I was high on this the, the Detroit Lions offense. Right, I was talking about this. Right, and what happened? Bang, 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 bang. They would just they, yeah. they came out firing thirty five points. Bang, 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 bang. I know they're not going to win, but they're putting up thirty five points. So. What do you like, an old timey gangster? Bang, bang, <laughs> bang, bang. This came from. I told you the lines were going to be good, Shane. Bang, 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 bang. They are. They are. In an old timey way. <laughs> in a very old timey way, they'll give you really I good. think Dan Campbell would appreciate that, for sure. <laughs> um, I got All right, let's go. To, wait, wait, let's say over. I was going to say another reaction on NFC North teams. Let's do it. Uh, Kirk Cousins is going to be quarterback, top five quarterback with Justin Jefferson uh, <laughs> guiding him towards that. Does, does he have, like, Justin Jefferson, I feel like, had an ability yesterday to create a, a fake copy of himself, and all yeah. the defenders, uh, on Sunday, sorry, not yesterday, and all the defenders went to that fake copy, and then he would just open in a he's, span of, he's like... He's got the... Um, it's ridiculous. Focus, focus from backyard football, where right. he starts running, disappears for a little bit, and ends up wide open downfield. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's he'd exactly he'd what be it is. really good at being at two parties at once in a sitcom. <laughs> he'd make it work. He'd make it work. Yeah, hold on. I got to go to the bathroom. Um, I'll see you in 10 minutes. It's, I was supposed to be also be at this other event. It's just amazing how wide open he was. So many times. You see that good at running routes? Because it's not like the cameras like panned in on every time he runs routes, but they definitely panned in on when he was open and nobody was within <laughs> 15 yards of him. This is why they need to go to behind the offense camera so you can see the whole field 
yeah and see the what routes happens. being run didn't they didn't they like fuck with that on thursday night football they, but they bit? did but they they were too close they got to go further back so you can see the whole field hmm. they need to have that like maybe not live but like so you could rewatch yeah, the game do amazon or do amazon prime when they have it on amazon prime and just do different camera angles but back it up so that you can see the whole field like madden yeah i would love that like i would just love to yeah. see Justin what about Jefferson. a camera what about the ball what about being being the ball that would be really <laughs> oh, <laughs> especially when you're spiraling and you're <laughs> yeah or tucked under some guy's uh elbow or you're in like a like a scrum when like and then you see under, all you see is just crotch like four crotches yeah that's all you want to see honestly there, I, shots. I, you guys might not like it but i guarantee there's a market for it i guarantee someone's streaming <laughs> i'm sure there is <laughs> there's the a market for video. everything someone's streaming the ball video. i mean look how much the manning cast blew up people People like different things. That's I think <laughs> crotch bowl and Manning cast two different, but yeah, you're probably right. We should pitch it to the man. I think the Manning cast would like it. They yeah. seem like chill dudes. Um, a couple more things though. I want to. Oh well, we, let's let's stay with the North and see. Uh, uh, the Packers wide receivers. Yep. Holy shit, man! That offense looks like Watson. Home. They looked like trash. Like that whole. Sammy offense. Watson did not. Yeah. No, say Watkins and then Christian oh, Christian meant, yeah. Watson yeah, Christian dropping Watson. that ball. Wow, wow, right through his hands. That's um, it. One of the and that wasn't even like a one of those deep passes where you're like kind of extending or you're over the shoulder. That was that there. was a deep pass where he's just like uh, he caught. It was like right seeing it into his hands. Uh, yeah, bread basket style. Awful, awful. Uh, AJ Dillon looks the best of anyone on that team. Oh, for sure. And do you get? Are you a little worried about Aaron Jones? That Dylan looked better at him at, at everything that you have to do as a running back in football. No, no. I'm a little worried that it was that lopsided. I'm not too concerned yet. I mean, I know it's overreaction theater, right? But I'm not too concerned. I'm a little concerned that he's a uh, just as good of a pass catcher. Mm-hmm. That was always Aaron Jones' thing. Yeah, like he was one of the best receivers. That is that is definitely true. Is uh, the fact that he was catching passes really well. It, it's concerning, but look, they're going to keep him on the field. I think a good amount. I, I'm not worried about Aaron Jones yet. As a as a full pure number one running back, yeah. But I think he's. I think Aaron Jones would be more of an RB two. And I think they could both be RB twos. If there's one receiver I did like on on uh, Sunday for the Packers, it was uh, Romeo. Dubes, I know it's pronounced Dobbs, but Dubes is so much cooler. Uh, Rolling a Romeo Dubes. I uh, didn't think he did too much the first half. He had that like rush for 11 yards, and and when Rodgers got down and they decided to kind of like screw the game plan and start throwing, he he seemed to look for him a lot. Uh, his final stat line wasn't great, but just watching the game, it seemed like Rodgers just kind of started going like. All right, I'll, I'll just start throwing it to this guy. He seems to be the guy that's that's doing the best at route running. Yeah, and I'm not like all in on when Lazard returns. It's going to be like a full change because again, we're not really big on Lazard. So, you know, no. yeah, I think Dobbs could be a, a guy definitely going forward, possibly maybe turning into Rogers' favorite targets besides Dylan and Jones. I mean, it's going to get better for everybody because Rogers isn't going to be this bad um and Dobbs was the 
top receiving re- receiver receiving because Dylan was the top receiver of the game. Uh, so that's not saying much with how it turned out. But I did I did see encouraging stuff when they got behind and and Rogers seemed to have to just start going not like not going with whatever the game plan was but going with the guys he looked to trust more. I don't know. I would if you could get him on the cheap. I would target him. Like maybe somebody looks at it and goes, "Oh, four for thirty-seven and yeah. eleven yards rushing. Whatever he scored, uh, not what? What is that? Nine points PPR. I don't need this guy too much. I, I I'd look to get him for uh, someone a little le- someone who who showed out week one with not as much upside. Yeah. I, I can see, yeah, for sure, I can see that. Um, John, do you have any uh, anything about that, or are you? No, no, that was pretty much it. I do have two more thi- uh, two more things. I'll, I could, I could actually guess three more quick things. Um, there actually a lot of things you can talk about. Jesus, the first week is insane. Um, I'm missing. Oh, Brees Hall. I mean, Mike Michael Carter just outplayed him, out snapped him, out everything. People drafted him so high, and I just I don't think he's going to be the running back you're expecting to be at least early on in the season. Michael Carter. I don't think I don't think it was that big of a difference. It's just at the ADP, it was that big of a difference. Like you could have waited, obviously. Well, Michael Carter. Like they're going to be outrushed you, him, right? Like, and he did pretty well, Michael Carter, actually in the in the, oh, rushing, yeah. in the rushing game. Yeah, he ran real well. He just dropped that one touchdown pass. Yeah. Uh, I mean, chalk this up to one of the least surprising things. That could have happened. I, uh, it. I mean, he he was good last year, and they were calling him the starter in training camp, and everybody. We said this. I know. Our, like, I know. We said this last podcast where it was like our biggest what the fuck was why was Brees Hall a third round running back? Like there was not there was just no reason not to listen to everything you were hearing and watching. Um, look, the end. It was what. Brees Hall got uh, six attempts. Michael Carter got ten. But e- look, you don't want even if they do even out, you don't want your third bound running back to be on an even committee on a bad offense. No, exactly. No, I one hundred percent agree. His only value was was being a bell cow on the Jets offense. His only value mm-hmm. on the Jets offense is a bell cow. Because he's not going to put up like 15 touchdowns. Um, just dumb. Just dumb. We'll tell you next year too uh, who to avoid. Just just listen to that next year, <laughs> please, please listen. Especially uh, rookies. Like there's, I don't know. People go too high on rookies. Yeah, don't do rookies on bad offenses. Um, Unless I it's Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson, oh. that was Jesus Christ, man! Two 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 touchdowns on what, like three catches, four catches, like looking real good, real good. That's uh, my apology. One of my uh, one of my friends in the league on the commissioner of drafted him. I mean, way too early, like f- like four or five rounds before anyone was like thinking of taking him, and everyone was like, "Oh, who the fuck is this?" Like Jahan Dotson, like there's no way you're just taking him because he went to Penn State or whatever, and then he scored like. 16 points in standard, so he kind of shut us shut us all up. Yeah. But he still he's still the lowest score of the week. But 
hit John Dotson tried to tried to help him. Yeah, well, I mean, if he's drafting him so early, I'm sure he's probably doesn't know how to draft too well either. Uh, other yeah, than that. I mean, he just had a kid, so he's going to use that excuse. But uh, we all, we all, we've all been there. <laughs> um, Have we though? Uh, all right. So all right. Quickly again, uh, Mike Williams overdrafted. Renfro nowhere near going to be his. Uh, he's not going to be anywhere near his receptions and anything production last from last year. I'm giving Renfro a bye week mainly because uh, David Carr just wanted to get his new toy 20 targets. Nice. So I'm, I'm giving him for a bye week. He's yeah, still... that was wild. That's all he wanted to throw it to. And they're, be- they're best friends. They hold hands in the locker room, so it's not going to change. Um, I- I'm worried about Renfro. Didn't know about the hand-holding. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's one of those camera angles you get from Amazon Prime. It's a, uh, you know, they get the locker room cams. Um, but Mike Williams, overdrafted. He had like two or three receptions. Yeah, yeah. I was, mm. He'll blow up a couple weeks and people will be like, oh, my God, but then... Uh, exactly. And and Allen's not playing this Thursday, so he might get more looks. But I, honestly, with a full squad, when Allen's back, he I don't think he's the guy. He's not the guy. So Keenan Allen's his typical Keenan Allen self. But, well, Mike know. Williams is boomer bust. It's his career. Like, but, And I don't... The where you had to draft him, you had to draft him as a wide receiver, too. And I, I don't want that as my wide receiver, too. So uncomfortable. Um, he's like a... He's Tyler Lockett without the like forty point potential. When Tyler Lockett obviously had Russell Wilson. Yeah. I, they remind me fantasy wise, they're very similar to each other. Except Tyler Lockett could just get like his boom was like fifteen points higher than Mike Williams. His bust is very low too though. Yeah, his bust could be like two points. One point. Zero points. Yeah, I have so much more I could want to talk about from week one, but I know we got to get into week two. Unless you guys have more to talk about, no. I mean, Uh, just Geno Smith. That was that was that was hilarious. You know, oh yeah, good on Geno. I have so many reactions of just I just want to go over every single player that played and and talk about what I thought about them watching them in real football because you know that's when you actually get to judge a little bit, but. Like you said, we can't do this. We got to move on. I have so many more notes for week one, but yeah, let's move on. All right, let's go into some week two games. And let's start with the Thursday game because it's a fantastic game. Chargers at the Chiefs. I feel like we talked, yes, very possible shootout of the week. Um, <laughs> since we were just talking about Mike Williams, um, what about the um, Josh Palmer? Are we, are we feeling him as a um, fill in for Keenan Allen as a possible uh, Josh Herbert? Justin Herbert, favorite jo- target. Josh Palmer to Josh Herbert. Yeah. All right, nice. Um, I don't know. I mean, DeAndre Carter also, maybe? Yeah. I mean. He looked really good. He, he looked, looked really good. He was good the too. slot guy for Keenan Allen yeah. uh, when Keenan Allen went out. We always say, like, let's, let's not overreact on mid-game game plans because you're not expecting a guy to get injured, so you just throw another guy in there that could do what he does best. So I don't know if they like game plan for DeAndre Carter this game, but he did look good. I agree. And uh, Gerald Gerald Everett also looked quite good on that touchdown catch. Uh, definitely a possibility of a tight end moving up in the this this you know very slim pickings tight end field. I'd rather have Gerald Everett to be honest than OJ Howard. I know he scored two touchdowns, but week to week, I think Gerald Everett's going to get more looks, more opportunities. And, yeah, uh, I agree. And I think he's going to be more involved in offense than mo, you know, than than someone like OJ Howard. 
I think he could be like uh, what uh, what Jared what Jared Cook was like um, for those like three years on the Saints, yeah. where he was kind of. You're like, wait, why is he? Why is he, for some reason, a top seven tight end? It's like, oh, because he's getting a lot of red zone targets. He's yeah, he's scoring a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I like. Uh, I, yeah, I like it. It's a high. It's a very prolific, uh, prolific offense. And if you're gonna pick uh, one of these shitty tight ends, you might as well pick one that's gonna be in the red zone a lot. Exactly. <laughs> and um, Eckler, man, gonna get gonna get gonna step back up again. I mean, that was a. It was a rough game. Raiders Raiders played pretty pretty stout for for a decent amount of that game. Uh, but I think Eckler's going to get back on. Like I said, there's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to. Like I said, I think about fifty. I probably sixty points might be scored in this game. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that Eckler is going to get better and do his thing. All, mostly because like Herbert really likes him. Like they were yeah. all they were all over each other on the podcast circuit. In the and you might call us stupid for laying into that, but like, look, when guys are friends, they're gonna like. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, they're gonna have a stake in uh, how they do, and you know, Herbert was saying you should draft Eckler first overall in your fantasy, and Eckler was calling the best QB in football, and I, I, yeah, I don't know, I just don't see Eckler not getting targets. Yeah, week out, and he needs to get more involved in the passing game, which he will, and then he'll he, be up to like. What he usually is. Yeah, and look, he's a player. Maybe, maybe someone drafted him high, and you know, like an auto draft player, or someone wasn't really, you know, maybe he fell to them, and like, oh, he got him, and he wasn't too happy. Maybe, maybe try and make a move for him. Make a make a quick move for him early. You know, maybe you could do that. I I love. I think Eckler's gonna be way way involved. You can't not trust this Chargers offense to continue to move the ball, and I wouldn't worry about the slow start. So, I like him, and then. Chiefs, you know, Mahomes. Just looks good. Just looks real good. And uh, Kelsey is obviously still the yeah. number one tight end. Like, Yeah, you can, you can play, obviously, Juju. And in not in your flex because he's on Thursday night as your wide receiver three. There you go. Only wide, yeah, not wide receiver two. If he's a wide receiver two, don't play him. In, 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 uh, in Especially in standard formats, I don't think. More so, I think you play him in PPR formats. I think he's going to get more targets, but... Not, I don't think he's going to have like 150 yards and a touchdown, but he may only have like 75 yards and like seven receptions. So definitely more of a PPR player than a, than a standard. Uh, standard. Anything else about like Edwards Hilaire, Pacheco, McKinnon? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, can you start anybody on this team besides Schuster and, and uh, Kelsey and Mahomes? Can I mean, you start Pacheco? Probably, probably not yet, right? Okay. Seeing as most of his damage was the fourth quarter, he looked great as a power runner. He looked very good. I think he can still play Hilaire. Um, you know, I, I I think he's still a possibility right now. I think over time, maybe by the third quarter of this season, Pacheco is going to take over the majority of the rushing because he looks really good. Um, but I think right now Edwards Hilaire still has that ability to be near the red zone, even though he's not that good of a <laughs> red zone, like, you know, forceful running back. He's gotten stopped many, many a times at the goal yeah. line. I don't know if Pacheco takes over, like, first down, second down, third down, but I think he has a really good chance to be 
a high touchdown total guy this year. I think he can like fuck around and end the year with 14, 15 touchdowns. Now that's that's an overreaction. That's crazy. That's there a cheetah's bold statement. My overreaction, Pacheco, 14 touchdowns. Wow. If that happens, man, I mean, that just end the podcast. That's it. You can't get any better than that. You can't, you can't go higher. You can't go any higher than that. Calling a a, a rookie who who doesn't have a starting Six job now and then going 14 touchdowns. That's insane. That's insane. All right, let's go on to the Buccaneers at the Saints. Um, I mean, Mike Evans, touchdown, obviously, because that's all he does. Godwin looked good in his limited time, but he's out. banged up again. He's out for like four plus weeks now. Oh, now he's yeah, he's definitely so, out. Right. Really, four plus? Oh, yeah, they shit. said uh, bad hamstring. I, I think it said for about four, at least four weeks. Um, so that, I mean, that just gives more opportunity for Julio Jones, which you saw they were trying to get involved in. They were running gadget plays for Julio Jones. Yeah, I mean, hey, whatever gets him the yards, and now that Godwin's going to be out, he'll be on the field a lot more. I know he yeah. he's older, so I don't think they can keep him out there the way maybe they'll keep like Mike Evans out there. Um, but yeah, I like Julio Jones and, you know, he has a, obviously a long tradition of playing against New Orleans. So he knows what's going on and it's, it, he's, I, I, I like him this week, uh, as a flex player for sure. Um, I didn't play him last week, but I, I, I could see him getting in the end zone. He's, he's a big, I think he got, I think he can this week. He's a big target for the, for the end zone. So. What happened to him in this game? Did he get injured? I no Julio. Yeah, he's just old. I I, I think they're just keeping him like fresh. And uh, he did. I think he missed Wednesday's practice, or he was limited. One of the two. But I, you know, just I think that I think they are protecting him from like okay damage. But he definitely did like damage control. Kind of not get put in the game much second half right i'm not crazy because he was he was showing up the first half and then i didn't really see him play the second half too much no but i think they also settled down a bit because even like leonard fournette had like a good amount of carries in the first half and then they really shut it down second yeah. half so yeah, leonard Phillip looked good like he looked they really do good. have a, a an old team that on offense. So I think it is smart that if you get out to a lead like that and you're just dominating the other team to just like Settle dial in. it back with these olds. Yeah, keep them Give these olds some time. Got to loop up the joints. Got to keep them they fresh. Gotta, they got to make the early bird special at the at the Red Rock, at the Cracker Barrel. At the old country sure. buffet. Yeah, they have, they have a lot of uh, checkers to play at the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> But yeah, I, I like him this week. I think uh, the one thing I will say though is Brady is zero and four versus New Orleans since he's been in Tampa in the regular season. He mm-hmm. looks he looks like absolute shit for some reason versus New Orleans, except when it mattered in the divisional playoffs when they beat him. Uh, so not salty about that at all. So if there is one thing you want to hold uh-huh. you, you know, your your head on is that the Saints somehow always game plan really well against Brady, and now the head coach who was the defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen. So, I mean, I think it could be a rough go for Brady. I still like Fournette, though, just because he looks really good. And I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to go against the Buccaneers and that offense. 
I agree, and their defense looks really good. Um, but you're right. I wouldn't discount history of how the Saints have played them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I- I'm I'm really encouraged by Michael Thomas in this game. I'm hoping he lays another wide receiver one type game down yeah. there. Yeah, he's... Sorry. There you go. I was going to say, he's going to put, like, four or five of them together before anybody starts referring to him as a wide receiver one, and then we're all just going to go into, like, week six being like, is Michael Thomas uh, wide receiver one yet? And that's how I feel like. <laughs> that's what I feel like is going to happen. Well, the nice thing is they, I feel like they, the Saints seem like they put it together in the second, you know, late third yeah. or fourth quarter, and they were like, wait, we have all these weapons to throw to? Oh shit! Okay, we're actually a decent offense. We have Landry, we have Olave, we have Michael Thomas, we have we have we we have people we could actually catch the ball and, and a quarterback who actually can throw it to them. So it's like, all right, let's 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 use it. So the yeah, um, yeah Michael Thomas started off slowly. I was a little bit worried, and then he just went nuts. Um, Landry also very surprising, great surprisingly game. good game. Well, maybe not surprising, but a little really? bit surprising. Really, he was, I mean, he wasn't on any of our. Right. Uh, it's not on my radar. No, but he always finishes as a wide receiver three no matter what happens. So I guess we were foolish not to, you know, bring him up as a viable fantasy option. Yeah, I agree. And with a quarterback that, you know, I, I believe is better than Baker Mayfield, you know, who his last quarterback was. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really safe or fair. <laughs> Sorry, Baker. Look, I, I know Jameis Winston isn't amazing, but. Mayfield just doesn't, like, I don't know what it is. He doesn't do well for fantasy players. I don't think he's a terrible quarterback, but he's like a Tyrod Taylor type where he just doesn't do well for fantasy players. Well, he definitely hates DJ Moore, so that is 100% sure. Yeah, and he didn't throw much to Christian McCaffrey either, which was annoying. Come on, Matt Rule. Can we, like, make plays designed for your two best players? That rule is really bad. Like... Let, 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 let's get players who are going to score and do well for you be the focal point of your offense. Maybe, that, maybe that's just me. I mean, that's just me. Yeah, like, Baker wants to, wants like a Donovan People Jones type person to do well. Like, who was, who's, like, Robbie Anderson. Like, let's revive Robbie Anderson. I, I said, what, what, I jokingly said, what if Robbie Anderson becomes Robbie Anderson of two years ago? And, Lo and behold, Baker Mayfield's like, I could make that fucking shit happen at the, <laughs> at the expense of DJ Moore. <laughs> so, fucking hell. Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, all right. What, what's your next game, John? Uh, Patriots at Steelers. Mainly because uh, Deontay Johnson made a, a crazy catch. He's going to be. <laughs> Is that why? That was... That's why you picked this game? Because of that one well, catch? <laughs> <laughs> it was just classic AFC rivalry. It's going to be not as exciting just because the Patriots' offense looked not good. Steelers' defense is again very good. But no, what though? Man, I'd be no more. Yeah. I'd be so yeah, excited. Yeah, like how you pick the game that's maybe the worst uh, fantasy offense. Uh, oh my gosh! Uh, All right, fine. All right, this is why I did six. Falcons at Rams next game. No, wait, <laughs> no, wait. I wanted to talk about the Steelers really quickly because of how embarrassing it was that they had five turnovers, one of them a pick six, and still almost lost that game multiple times, only due to the fact that Evan McPherson missed a field goal and also got one blocked. Um, 
That, Who are oh, you thinking of Najee? That oh god, he's I, gonna play. He's gonna play, but I don't like it. I, I think this this is gonna bother him all year. This whole this whole foot, whole shit leg, it's gonna bother him all year. I, it's not gonna be good. And Mitch Trubisky is not the quarterback for that team. He could, five fucking turnovers. How do you put not put more points on the fucking board? Awful. Put more points on the board. You should have buried the the Bengals. Should have buried them. You look embarrassing, the Steelers. But the defense is really good. If TJ Watt was there, they'd be even better. Fucking offense sucks. Okay. All right. Falcons at Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we gotta get uh, we gotta we're get all benching Acres, right? We can't possibly play him. I'm kind of benching everyone on the Rams' offense besides Cup. At this point, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yep. Hey, uh, Higby with the state of the tight end and the amount of targets he got is a playable person. He didn't look great with that's those fair. targets, I'll say that, but he was targeted and that's more you could say from a lot of than a lot of tight ends. Well would you pay would you play Higby or Komet? I think I'd play Higby. Higby. Yeah. Yeah, Higby. Although I I did pick up Is he your boy Anthony? I did pick up Alex O. I'm not even gonna try to say the last name right no, now. No, he's not my boy. I, I think we just had a, a fun time trying to pronounce his name that one time. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> uh, I did pick him up because after the first couple series, when it looked like they were gonna spread it around like crazy, they put him in for the rest of the game and didn't take him out. And oh boy, is that guy big and athletic? I did not know how <laughs> giant and athletic he was, and I was just watching him like. Run around, and he caught he caught that one pass at the at the inch line, and he had. I, I just think he's going to be involved in that offense, and there will be better days ahead, even though their their QB their coach is terrible. Well, um, so no. I'm a little higher on him. I know he didn't go crazy, or even put up more than ten points, but just watching the game, I I kind of like the way they were involving him in the offense and involving tight ends in general. So if he just becomes the tight end of choice by a larger margin, uh, then that offense clearly likes involving tight ends. So, so, all right, so you like him more than Andrew Beck? <laughs> oh, yeah, I picked up Andrew Beck. And <laughs> we have the wild west of waivers, and I picked him up and dropped him in the span of about 15 minutes. <laughs> and then you also had uh, the other guy uh, from Seattle. I think you did that, too. You picked up him, the Patterson guy, or the guy who scored the second touchdown for Seattle. I think you picked him up as well, didn't you? No, that was, no, no, that, was a, that was a joke that I made. Oh, I thought I saw him pick him up. Oh, my bad. No, I did that. I did that. <laughs> You're making waiver jokes? You know, you only got 50 moves. I, I don't think anyone's ever uh, hit 50. I think someone hit 50. I forget who it was. It might have actually been my dad. I, I forget who hit. Somebody did, though. Or RuPaul, maybe. That sounds <laughs> probably. I got nervous making, like, two moves in one week. I was just like, ooh, no. I'm like, wait, the math checks out. I'll probably be okay. <laughs> yeah, the math checks out for sure. Well, how many uh, fantasy weeks are there? Um, seventeen. Yeah, 17. sixteen. If you if you are presumptuous enough to make it that far. Well, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, true. But like maximum seventeen. So if you do two a week, thirty four, you're good. Yeah, right, you could do you could do three a week. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Falcons, uh, Correll Patterson. Yeah, looking good versus what is considered a yeah. good rushing offense. He was uh, by far and away their best running back. He got all of the runs. They didn't yeah. even they didn't dress the rookie. 
and then Williams got hurt, and yeah. he's not going to be playing. So. Yeah, no, it, yeah, he got every running rush that they had. Although it definitely helps. Uh, I can't pronounce his last name, uh, but the rookie. Um, We're not getting back into Alex we, though, right? Yeah, no. Uh, Alex, sure. Ty- Tyler A. Right is his name. Uh, yeah. But with if Williams is out, he's obviously going to get an opportunity. So they're like guy, they're like guys on the Bachelorette. They just say their first name and last initial. Oh, that's annoying. That's annoying. Is, this, is that why we couldn't podcast yesterday? What? Uh, no. No. no, no. <laughs> is it? Is it though? I think it really was because, like, I saw well, no, because I just I don't have work tomorrow, so I didn't want to. Oh, okay. No, I don't get up at real early. I really felt like it's the Bachelorette, though. <laughs> um, either way, I'm gonna be out of here at six forty-five. Oh, that sucks. I am going to be awake at six forty-five to get everybody ready for for work and school tomorrow, but. Regardless, uh, with Williams being hurt, I think the rookie's going to have some opportunities and to see what it's about. So obviously, don't play him. No chance of that. Cordero Patterson still is the guy, and man, he still looks good. Uh, enjoying to watch him, enjoying to see yeah. him doing well. Uh, I am Drake London looks Speaking good of too. Big a big dude. You play him though? Big in PPR formats. I like him as a flex play. Yeah, why not? I like him as a flex in PPR for sure. Uh, still playing Kyle Pitts. A little bit worried, but, you know, we got to see if Mariota could sort of, you know, get some sort of connection with him because if, if Mariota can't get a connection with Kyle Pitts over the next few weeks, I think they pull him. Get him out of here. I think Kyle they pull Pitts, him. Uh, yeah, because Kyle, we'll, we'll Kyle Pitts and Drake London are their future. Like, if you can't get a connection with both of them, I think they think it's going to be fucking get off the field. He had a pretty good game, though, Mariota, he, besides the Kyle Pitts he, stuff. He collapsed in the fourth quarter. Couldn't he do did, anything. Yeah. Collapsed. Oh, yeah. They asked him to do too much, I feel like. Yeah, but, I mean, you're up 16, and you just collapsed, so. There were some good rookies. Uh, there were some decent rookies. Nobody, like, went nuts as a rookie besides... Dotson, but yeah, I was encouraged by London. I was encouraged by Trey Burke. I thought he did some nice things when he got the ball uh, after the catch. Yeah, uh, you know, anytime you cross the eighty mar- yard mark in your first game. Now I wouldn't play Burke this week because he goes against the Steelers, but not the Steelers. Uh, not the Steelers. He goes against um, the Bills. Bills, yeah, even worse. Whatever. Uh, he goes against the Bills, so I wouldn't play him. But no, it's encouraging. Him. It's encouraging. Yeah, him, London, Dotson, all, all three were pretty encouraging. Very. And even, honestly, on a lesser extent, Alave. I know I'm a Saints fan. but No, yeah, for sure. So. The problem with Alave is that uh, well, Jarvis and, and uh, two good Thomas receivers also looked very good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no, besides Robert Woods, there's nobody else competing with Burks. And they have all that embarrassment from A.J. Brown that they're trying to. Uh, overcompensate for <laughs> they were they were like oh shit look what AJ Brown just did feed him feed him just get him the ball yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah was that one of the best uh, debuts for a new team like ever what AJ yeah. Brown did yeah he was awesome looked real good why uh, do we got... why do we question AJ Brown who's just clearly good yeah. quarterback proof I will say it sucks for I mean man Devonta Smith I I, I called it before the season he's not going to be in Philadelphia next year and I and I, and I stand by it. Yeah, yes. he put up a goose egg, right? Yeah, he's not going to be in Philly next Close year. Close to it, yeah. He's not going to be in Philly. All right, last game. Uh, let's go Dolphins at Ravens. Ooh. 
Well, I get the only one was Card- Cardinals Raiders, but I don't want to get Anthony on a Cardinals tangent for about twenty minutes. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were trying to go with the uh, the Texans again or something like that. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, so Dolphins at Raiders. Um, <sighs> Is there someone else we could bury? I think we have another. We have another. Um, uh, Another funeral, and that is Mike Jacecki. Funeral. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's gone. Wow. What thirty five percent root like uh, joining like participation rate? It's like can we can we get can we get him on another team too? Like because he's a good receiving tight end. Like get him on. Yes, he is. Have you seen some of the catches he's made over the past few years? Like he gets up there and he balls. Like. He's made some athletic catches. There was a lot of weird playing time things in week one. Tony was annoying. Akers was weird. Jazeki was weird. So, yeah. But I don't trust. Just yeah, I don't think he's coming back. No. Too not, heavily. In not on, not on this team. Not on this team. So yep, a funeral for Mike Jazeki. Do not play him. Get him off your rosters. He is not worth it right now. So if you need a drop, like for someone like. You know, like a Traylon Burke or something like that. Jazeki is fine to be dropped. You know, he's just not happening. I'm sorry, guys. Not happening. Uh, but Tyreek Hill, what monster. Like seven or eight receptions, right? Like looking good. Not going to get the long, the, not going to get 170 yards a game. Not going to get those big plays because Mahomes is not his quarterback anymore. But he's still going to get the volume and he's a good wide receiver. He made it clear he is a good wide receiver no matter who his quarterback is. Yeah, I mean, I'll take eight for ninety-four for a debut. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And Waddle not AJ Brown, but I'll take it. No, not AJ Brown, but I will also take uh, that really nice pass to Jalen Waddle for the touchdown as well. Looks really good. They could definitely coexist. I think for sure. I think we were saying that all off season. I, I still believe it. Obviously, more than ever now, I think they're going to coexist just fine. And I think it's going to get better. This is going to be a tough game. The Ravens' defense is not something the team to sleep on, but they can be beat. Um, so this might not be the best week for them, but I think it's going to get better for Tua, uh, Hill, and Waddle. And Edmonds, I mean, Ed- Edmonds and Mostert had like a almost a close to a 50% snap count and share. Um, yeah. Not, yeah, I think Edmonds looked much better. Well, no, not, not much really. better, but he uh, didn't look bad. Receiving, he looked better. He did not look very good running it, but receiving, he looked much better. I it's I don't still don't trust that that running back. I, I I don't know what to make of it. Like they're both good players, but I think they need volume, right? I don't think they're gonna be able to. They're gonna be flex players at best, and by flex, I mean. Edmonds flex player at best unless he gets hurt. That's it. I don't think he could do any more than that each week. And this is gonna be yeah. a tough week. Yeah, fle- you know, it, and it's he's a good bye week running running back too. He's a good injury running back too. There's definitely value to having Chase Edmonds on your team, but you're right, it's not some breakaway role. No. It's it's a, a James White type thing. And I love Chase Edmonds. One of my favorite players. Uh, got me tons of points when people had the opportunity in, in uh, Arizona. But yeah. yeah, we love him so much we gave him a nickname that nobody calls him, Chedmonds. You know, it's funny you mentioned that too because I was calling him Chedmonds as I was watching Red Zone. 
and I looked at Allison. And I'm like, why does no one else fucking call him Chedmonds? It's like a perfect. It's like it's, <laughs> I mean, a, it's, it's a perfect. It's a little dumb. I don't know. It's no, dumb. it's a great. It's a great name it's to call. Dumb. People call the guy fucking Bobby Trees, right? Like they call him Bobby Trees on fucking NFL Network. Why can't we call Chase Edmonds Chedmonds? Like, yeah, I, I think Chedmonds is a dope nickname, but that maybe I'm just you, you keep you keep telling yourself huh? that. All right, John. Fine. Don't like the Chedman's name. That's disappointing, John. Very. All right. You know what's not disappointing? It's the final and favorite segment of the show. It's the Boys of the Week. All right. So all our boys were really bad last week. All of them? Really? It was that bad? I knew I had two bad boys. I couldn't remember the, uh, the third boy. Well, not really bad, but let's see. Naheem Hines. Oh, he wasn't like, a bad. He wasn't a bad boy. You're like 50, 50 yards. Kadarius Tony, Rondell oh, Moore. Oh. Brian had J.D. McKissick, who wait, did all right. Wait, Rondell Moore didn't even play. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Tony, Tony didn't really even play either. He yeah. had like four snaps. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ingram and Josh Palmer. Oh God. Ah, not so good. Not so good. Anthony Anthony had Sammy Watkins, Alec Pierce, and Jalen Ragor. You know what what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna throw out I'm gonna throw out week one for us too. Oh throw it out. Throw it out with Throw it out. Throw it out. Anthony definitely lost though, but we can throw it out. But wait a minute, Alec Pierce actually had a red zone target in his hands and he fucking dropped it. Uh, Oh, we're doing targets now. Target, yeah. We're we're doing like advanced statistics well, fantasy football. I mean, we, Anthony we, lost. Anthony lost because he had all three goose eggs. Uh, John <laughs> and I at least had one player who saw field. Wait, that's first true. Of, you know what? All right, so first off, I'll my go. guy saw a field. He saw a lot of field, and he almost got a touchdown. <laughs> okay, that's all field and ball in hand. <laughs> the right, ball was so in his hand. He just dropped it. One point for me and Brian for a participation point. Anthony yeah. gets zero. Oh, yeah, because none of his guys participate. I honestly think all of our all of our guys are in the trash with David Montgomery and Mike Jazeki. Uh I mean <laughs> they're all in the trash, but yours are like in like super trash. Wait, so wait, who am I playing? Right, Alec Pierce, Jalen Rager, and who was the third one? Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins had some catches. He had like Oof. two or three. Did he though? Did he though? He had like two did, or three. He? he had more catches. Three for eighteen. Three for eighteen. Wait, what did Kadarius Tony do? Because I don't think it was better than Sammy Watkins. Yeah, but he, that was your he best had guy. Two rushes for twenty-one yards, so almost oh. the same. Oh wow. Wow. Okay. More. It seems more yards. I don't know. It's twenty-one better than eighteen. I don't know. <laughs> not not more catches though. We're talking PPR. Oh, sorry for twenty-three yards. We're talking. Ooh. Are we doing PPR, my friends? Because I get uh, I get points for those. Just saying. Actually, that's uh, your only guy who played football. Yeah, like you're sure you guys are just fucking on the sideline. Yo, it is pretty crazy though. Devonta Smith had no catches, though. Just looking at the eagle. And look, look, Ingram had four for twenty-two and a reception for a yard. Granted, he did lose a fumble. That that was pretty depressing. That I mean, that definitely doesn't help. Oh that lord, much zeros him out. Yeah, our boys weren't good. Our boys weren't good. Whatever. Whatever. All right, so I'll go first since, Brian, you went first last week. Okay, wow. John just Uh, just steals your shit. My first boy, well, you got zero, I think, so you don't get ready to get to talk. Uh, My first boy will be DJ Chark versus the Washington Commanders. He had, like, nine targets in the high-powered Detroit Lions offense. Uh, I feel like Washington, 
I don't think they're going to be ready for it. So DJ Chark gets a bunch of targets again. Gets like five catches for 80 yards. Does it, is it still weird saying the Washington Commanders? All right. First off, if we're doing power rankings, Washington Commanders uniforms, the worst in the league. They're so bad. <laughs> really? You're doing worse than the league? Uh, so, like, that's tough. Uh, that yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't. Go, I mean, maybe so maybe just the name rolling off the tongue is not great. But the commies? I, I, I don't mind the com- commanders. I like the commandants. I don't know. I think that sounds better. I just I just <laughs> like I, I like when people call them the commies. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good actually. And did you see they were selling mugs with the W and then the state of Washington behind it? Yeah. <laughs> what fucking terrible, terrible well. people they have there. The grass is bad, the sewerage is bad, the football team is bad, the ownership is bad, and the fucking marketing is bad. It, what a, what a shit show. It's like they try to do it. <laughs> it, it, it has, it's like they try. Awful. And the name is bad. Anyway, go ahead, Brian. Right. Brian, right. go ahead. Um, so I've been saying his name wrong all podcasts. I've been saying Alex O, so I'll pick him as a boy because his name is Albert O. He's, he's definitely not an Alex. He's an Albert. I'm going to pick him for Denver, uh, you know, going against the Texans, not a prolific, uh, prolific, always get that wrong, defense. Uh, But, you know, Denver's defense didn't look great either, so there might be some passing in this game. Uh, I really liked Albert in the second half, and just kind of they zoned in on him as the main tight end in an offense that wants to feature tight ends. You know, he had – five targets uh or five receptions for 33 yards and one that that he got tackled on the inch line so i think he's fine for i think he's fine for another five for 40 and a touchdown there you go i'm actually glad i actually thought you guys were gonna take my uh my first boy uh greg dorch for the arizona cardinals baby Oh, yeah. Um, seven receptions for 63 yards on nine targets led the Cardinals in all three of those categories. So everyone who thought it was the Hollywood Brown show, no, it's the Greg Dortch show. Rondell Moore was out, maybe back. A.J. Green is like an old man with a fucking wheel, with a walker with the fucking tennis balls on the fucking feet. He doesn't do his shit. Um, it's the Greg Dortch show, man. And it's going to be the shootout of the week. <laughs> Um, I feel like, and the Cardinals are going to go nuts. Greg Dorch going to have another seven receptions, but this time he's going to put it into the end zone. I like it. I like the confidence in Dorch. I like how I like how uh, much you emphasize his name, too. Dorch. You got it. You can't just say Dorch. You got to say Dorch. got to bring, bring it in. <laughs> All right. Uh, my second boy of the week will be Michael Carter of the Jets against Cleveland. Um Maybe not so many rushing yards. I feel like he's going to get a lot of dumpers because Joe Flacco is a statue and the Jets' offensive line is not good at all. So he's going to be looking to get ball, rid of the ball real quick to Michael Carter. So uh, let's go with like only like 30 rushing yards, but like 50 receiving yards and like five catches. Flacco knows, how, right. Flacco knows how to dump for sure. Well, yeah, I, just, take- I mean, I can, I can believe it because of the Jets, but... Why aren't they starting Mike White? Just start Mike White. <laughs> Can't spell elite without Flacco. That's what I always say. Did you think you were going to come into the season calling for Mike White week two? <laughs> no. 
And I, I, I knew something was going to happen because there was too much praise for the Jets in the offseason. I was like, just wait. Always a year just from wait. being a year away, guys. Always a year from being they a year away. They might be two years from being a year no, away. No, no, you can't. Don't, don't, don't change it up. Don't change it. Don't, you know, what's, what's not broke, don't fix it. It's <laughs> definitely. It's definitely. <laughs> All right, Brian, who's your second boy? All right, I'm going to go with a uh, free agent signing that this team spent way too much money on because for some reason they thought he was some type of wide receiver, too, in, the, in an offense. And, you know, it turned out that's exactly kind of what he was. Uh, <laughs> Zay Jones. Um, the contract looked silly when they gave it to him, but he was featured by Trevor Joey Lawrence. Six for 65 last week uh, going against the Colts this week. And I think he uh, has another just strong PPR type game, seven for uh, fifty-eight. Yeah, the uh, the Jaguars putting a lot of money in receivers who aren't great, but put up decent stat lines. Uh, they're just gonna let uh, Lawrence just chuck the ball forty plus times a game and see how it goes. And uh, yeah, what's the guy? Um... Apparently, not gonna go too well. <laughs> so, but they'll keep doing it. They'll keep letting Lawrence sling it. 40, 40, sure. plus, 40 plus times a game. <laughs> Fuck it. What a terrible, terrible game plan. But okay. Um, all right. My second boy is uh, Donovan Peoples Jones. We mentioned him prior. Um, yeah. The brisket giving him 11 targets. 11 Wild. targets. Cooper was the second highest with six. That's ridiculous. So he called in six of them for 60 yards. I can see Donovan Peoples Jones. Maybe not getting 11 targets this game. Maybe like 7 or 8. Grabbing like 5 of them. Going to punch one into the end zone. Because Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to get about 5 touchdowns this year. And this week's going to be one of them. Gotta love Jacob Brisket. <laughs> Why don't people just go by these stupid names that we give people? Come on, people. <laughs> get on this. Alright. Uh, my final boy... Uh... I'm going to go with Olamides Zacchaeus of the Falcons against the Rams. Uh, Rams are going to be focusing in on London and Pitts. The rest of the secondary might not be that good. So Zacchaeus is going to get a bunch of targets and go five catches and 73 yards and a touchdown. I like it. I like it. I was going to go Romeo Dubes Dubs. Um... But I feel like we talked about him too much, and I don't want to take the easy route. So instead, I'm going to go with uh, Ian Thomas of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, deep cut tight end. Giants have probably like the worst linebackers in the league. Um, you know, every season they do. I'm very happy with the Giants right now. They had a very good win. Mm-hmm. Big day ball. Fit. Like, things are well. I'm not trying to shit on the Giants. Happy fan. Very happy fan. Facts are facts, uh, though. But they still have very bad uh, linebackers. And, you know, Ian Thomas put up a quiet 50 yards with two receptions last game. And I think he's uh, quiet again. But for tight ends, I think he reaches <laughs> 10 points total in t- PPR, which is pretty good for tight ends nowadays. Yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah, it definitely is good. Uh, possible starter consideration <laughs> at this point. Um, I am going to go. My last boy is probably someone who you definitely are not playing. Um, but I'm going to go with Christian Watson. We fucking shit on him 
because of that surefire touchdown that went right through his hands. Like his hand, like the it, his hand, like the ball just fades right through his hands. Like it, there's no reason why he didn't fucking catch that. And then they, they immediately, the moment the ball went through his hands, they cut right to Aaron Rodgers just to see <laughs> the disappointment on his face. Um, and yes, it was surely disappointing. Um, but I think they're going to give him one more opportunity. He's going to have a chance. And they're going to be like, Watson, we're going to make you go deep. You're going to run this fucking this route just straight. Just fucking ball out. Go run. We're going to throw you the ball. And he's going to catch it. And it's going to be a 70-yard touchdown catch for, for Christian Watson. Done. That's it. So you're just saying that Christian Watson is going to repeat last game but actually catch He's going to do what everybody wants to do, which is return to your most embarrassing moment and fix your mistake. Yep, because Aaron Rodgers is going to be like, look, we're going to give you one more opportunity. We got one chance. And that's yeah. it. You're going to do it. And if you don't do yeah, it, a- you're gone. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, uh, yeah, smoked ayahuasca and watched 8 Mile and decided that we need to recite one chance and one opportunity to Christian Watson. Not going to lie, that doesn't sound that improbable. So, may happen. May happen. We don't know what happens up in there in Green Bay. So, Christian Watson, third boy. To be honest, can't get any worse than last week. So, who the fuck cares? Got to put your boys where your mouth are. You do have to put your boys where your mouth is. That is that that is the that is the slogan of this podcast. Um. Anyway, with that, um, you can always find us at fantasy underscore lens on Twitter, uh, answering fantasy football questions for whoever needs help start sit all all the stuff you need to get your your roster set for Thursdays and Sundays and Mondays. Um, we can be found on Apple Podcasts and pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. If you Google search Fantasy Lens, you'll find us on Spotify, Google, Amazon, anywhere. It's not um, Google Play anymore. It, what is it now? The Google Podcast? No, it's not even that. It's Google so, something. But whatever it is, you can find us. And John always loves interrupting me during this time. And well, you're giving it wrong. Of course. Well, with that, <laughs> we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll be back next week.